Blog Talk Radio. Samantha Marie, and I have my fabulous and lovely co-host, Jonathan A. Moody, on the line. Hey, what's up? Hey, did you hear me? Oh, no, I didn't hear you. Sorry. The the kids are here, oh. so they're kind of, you know, they're being a little cray-cray <laughs> today. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you. Um, well, uh, I guess today we have a great show. Uh, we have a fun one uh, to talk about. Uh, I want I want to hear your thoughts because uh, after I watched it, I was like, oh man, I wonder what Sam thought of this movie. So um, well, tell us uh, what you thought of Boar. Uh, so to let everyone know, we watched and we are going to talk about Boar, uh, directed by Chris Sun, um, which is a uh, an Australian creature feature. Um, I mean, I I liked it. I mean, I thought it was fun. Um, I thought it was funny, but I mean, the funny parts probably weren't supposed to be funny, but to me, they were funny. Um, but I, I did know. like, uh, research a lot. Do what? I think some of them were meant to be funny and then maybe you laughed at things that might not have been meant to be funny, but, um, I think most well, of it was. Well, I, uh, I researched a lot of the movie actually before watching it. And so, there was like, so I went in knowing kind of like some spoilers. So I think the stuff that like kind of were, it was talked negatively about, like since I knew about it, like those are the parts that I just kind of found funny. So I don't know. Um, but I really enjoyed give it. I laughed. Um, give you an example. Yeah. So we're just going to just go right into it, huh? Go, go right into <laughs> it. I mean, because. I mean, anybody who's, uh, you know, who's actually, like, listening right now has probably seen it. That would be my guess. Because, I mean, of course, obviously, we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Um, you know, we're, right. you know. Right, so some like, spoiler, no spoiler alerts here. So, it's, yeah. yeah, it's currently on Shudder, so you can watch it on Shudder. Uh, that's where we yeah. watched it on. Um, and it's pretty much like the plot is a bloodthirsty boar that kills just everyone. <laughs> like I, I don't, I, it just seemed like it just killed everyone. So I don't know if it was like a territory thing. I mean, it wasn't really like clear. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, which I kind of um, like because it kind of reminded me like Jaws, you know, there was no, I mean, it just like literally would just kill anything that came in contact with it. You know. Did you say Jaws? A little bit, yeah. Okay, no, it's funny that you said that, because, like, one of the reviews that I read, like, the title of the review was called, If You Love Jaws, Watch Jaws, because that's better. <laughs> I died. I don't know why every time I read that review, I find it hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean. But, no, you know. I mean, I liked it. I I think if you go in knowing like what the movie is, like, I mean, I don't know, it, it is what it is. And I thought it was fun. And 
it was comedic and uh most of the actors were you know pretty good um the writing I'm, i thought yeah. the script was good and it wasn't uh, well, i like i don't know like you no, know i don't think that even, there was any yeah yeah i thought it was even paced um so let's see so boar is uh chris Sun's fourth movie and I, I have to say, I, I know his other films, like Charlie's Farm and Daddy's Little Girl and Come and Get Me, but I actually haven't seen any of them yet. I kind of want to see Charlie's Farm because I heard it's like a slasher flick, and that sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, it was I actually, yeah, I own, I own Charlie's Farm, and I saw it. And uh, was it Nathan, Nathan Jones, um, who's, uh, you know, in this one as well, plays Charlie, you know, in it. So, um Wonderful. Um, like it was just a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I read. Fun fact: I read that uh, I guess Nathan Jones um, and Chris Sun had kind of an argument. So I read somewhere that uh, Nathan may not be in any more of uh, his films. So I'm curious to see how that pans out. Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, and, uh, and yeah. another interesting thing about this movie is it was like a three-year-long production. Um, so that's, that's pretty long. I guess they kind of came up with some uh, setbacks during the film, as you know, most indie films run across. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely. Uh, but uh, uh, just, one of yeah, one one of ahead. the cast members died during production, and then uh, a cast member, like a few days before the premiere, I, uh, died as well. <laughs> that that sounds almost a little cursed. One of the main locations they were using also burned down. So that was like one of the big setbacks as well. Oh. Yeah. Well, three years though. Like, I mean, <laughs> man, you almost got to give them props. Oh, Cause after three years. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, good job for getting it done finally, you know? You're right. And getting it um, out there. I'm, and it... Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for you. Uh, okay. Well, I was just going to say that um, that I had known of Boar for a while because uh, a friend of mine actually knew Chris, you know, personally and stuff. And so I had known of Chris for a little bit, and I've been, like, tracking that movie for a while. So when it was announced that it was going to be a Shutter exclusive, I got really excited and was like, we should do that for the show, which – I guess you had never heard of Boar or anything like that. I mean, you had heard of the other movies that Chris had done, but you never heard it. I don't think you had heard of Boar at the time. So, Well, somebody um, shared it on Facebook. I think I don't know who. One of our mutual friends had shared the uh, – or maybe it was a, a horror channel. I don't know. So I did hear of it. They shared the trailer, and I watched the trailer. So when you mentioned it, I was like, yeah, sure, let's watch it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, so the That's boar, I, I, I like the boar. I, I guess it took like six people to uh, control the animatronic boar. Um, and I liked like the kill mm-hmm. shots. I liked how it had like the, you know, the pig point of view um, and then the actual, uh, you know, boar killing. So I like how there was like a mix of that. Mm-hmm. that and was, then the I gore, mean, was... I really, I thought the gore was on point. Like it didn't, I mean, there was a lot. I feel like it wasn't a lot of gore, but some of the reviews I were reading said it was, like, really gory, but eh, I feel like it wasn't too gory. It wasn't as bad as it could have been, like, considering there was a giant 
or that's like eating everybody, you know? Like you're gonna be yeah, a lot it was like a, it was a prehistoric war. That thing was in the layoff yeah. food, man. Yeah, it was like Pumba <laughs> on acid. Um. Yeah, but I like the scenes that the the boar, like you didn't actually see the boar, like the kill scenes. I thought those were a little bit more uh, suspenseful. And I mean, some of the CGI worked, some of it didn't. Like that was one of the things I was gonna talk about. Was like my favorite favorite death scene. Oh, <laughs> yeah, poor Bill Mosley. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure it wasn't supposed to be comical, but it was hilarious. Uh, like we watched it like over and over and over. <laughs> she told me that there's gonna be one bad CGI death in the film. So when we were watching, we were like, okay, where's that? Where's that? Is that it? Because we saw a little bit of CGI in one scene, but then we're like, eh, that's it. That's not bad. And then Bill Mosley came up, and we're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I mean, you got. I mean, no, it horrible. couldn't really be. I mean, it was like daytime. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, and I'm Derek Hewitt. Yeah. I was gonna introduce you in a little bit, babe. Yeah. <laughs> So that was yeah. what I was talking about, Moody, was, like, I had read about, like, this horrible, like, CGI death scene, and so I was, like, waiting for it. I was, like, waiting for yeah. it, and then it, huh? Yeah, I was going to agree. Like, it, it didn't happen for a while, you know? Like, oh, and then it was so funny, it, though. Like, oh. <laughs> um, Baby. And then, yeah, and, uh, I know my favorite. What's your favorite? The Boyfriend where they're in an open field and the girl's boyfriend, somehow the boar sneaks up on him from the side of the camera and jumps on him and nobody else sees it. Oh, and yeah. it's like a big <laughs> open fucking field and it just like rushes on him. And it's like, dude, nobody wants to be like, hey, guess what? There's a boar like a mile off to your left coming soon. <laughs> okay, it's 500 feet to your left. It's 50 feet. It's there. No, okay. <laughs> Right, that this was happens a funny. lot in horror films. It's not like that happens a lot in these like uh, cheesy horror films where all of a sudden out of nowhere someone gets killed. Where it's supposed to be like a jump scare, but it doesn't even give you time to even like get jumped because you're just like, what in the world? How did that even happen? You know, it kind of throws. Exactly. We're not yeah. Hear a small elephant boar It just it was funny. Right, it was yeah, it was smart. like comical. So it kind of worked. I don't know. I'm assuming they weren't trying for that specifically, but it worked. So I I really maybe it. maybe it was a ninja boar. I mean, you know. I I Could doubt be. it because I mean, did you hear it? Like it sounded. It sounds like Brandon breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> We love um, you, Brandon. But Hugh Sheridan, like, uh, like I'm glad he died because, like, uh, like uh, he was kind of a tool from the beginning. Like, I didn't like his character. The, the yeah, the boyfriend, especially when he like pushed Bill and was just like, I don't know, like you're on your own and like ran away. Yeah, I was like, was uh, what a puss move. Well, Bill even was like, like you coward. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Well, I, and like, like Hugh Sheridan, I like. The- Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I liked all the other, like, the, I thought the acting was pretty solid from everybody. Um, Like, Hugh Sheridan was a little, I don't know. He wasn't my favorite. Like, his styles changed, like, mid-movie, like, every once in a while. And I just couldn't, I was like, what is he doing? I couldn't keep track <laughs> of him. He was, like, all over the place. 
I agree. And what uh, Bill Mosley, um, who a lot of people mainly know him from, like, as Chop Top and uh, Texas Chainsaw 2 and Otis and uh, The Devil's Rejects and those movies, um, gives a performance that I was, like, shocked. Like, he played, like, this kind of meek character who um, was, you know, was very intimidated by the other guy in a way, you know? Like a little bit, like and when he's trying well, to sound hard, by, you mean intimidated by the boyfriend, by the seven foot, three hundred pounds? No, oh, I thought you were talking about boyfriend. Bernie, the uncle. No, I would be <laughs> that guy's ridiculous. Sure. But I don't think that he was his like, his, Yeah, his character um, for for this, for Bill Mosley's character, was very, um, you know, was a very different character because he usually plays like this tough kind of person and then there's like one that one scene where they're like chit-chatting with each other the boyfriend and everything and he doesn't even sound threatening and i'm like oh my god how does like how does he do this as an actor like himself like he is so good i i was very you know impressed by um you know by bill mosley's acting considering i've seen other things of him and he's been very scary you know so he can do both really really well you know yeah, and, and then um, uh, we should mention uh, John Jarrett, um, you know, from Wolf Creek and Wolf Creek 2. Oh, yeah. We, yeah I love John Jarrett. And I really like John and uh, Roger, who played Blue. So John and Roger, they had, like, a like a bromance, like, a good chemistry together. They, like, had, like, the bantering and, like, the one-liners and the comedy. And then there was, a, you know, the, the kid that the scene that I'm referring to, like we were kind of joking around because like, we were like, Oh my God, we should count how many times they say bloody mates. And I reckon. Cause like oh there's a scene between them two. I was like, I couldn't unhear it. Play a drinking <laughs> or how game many and you'll fucking die. Right. Every time you hear the word bloody mate or I reckon take a shot. <laughs> or how about every time he said, um, a possum, you know, talking about his, uh, uh, granddaughter or, or his granddaughter or whatever, you know, kept calling her possum the whole time. Um, if I'm correct, like that was just, I got, got kind of a little bit like, I was like, I've never heard that as a uh, term of endearment before, but I guess I'm not from Australia. So, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess um, it's an Australian thing. I don't know. Um, oh, and then one of the other deaths that irritated me was, uh, well, so me and uh, me and Derek both agreed. Like we were watching it, and uh, when the son dragged away, got dragged away, and like we thought was gonna die, you know, we were mm-hmm. like, yeah, because like it's very rare. I feel like for films to actually like I don't know kill the kids. So when they went that right. direction, I was like, good for you, film. Like I was like, yeah. But then at the yeah. very end, when he came back, I was so mad. I was like, oh, Chris, what are you doing? No, I mean because it made absolutely no sense. Like, um, I, and even even having Nathan Jones come back, I'm like, the dude has like his entrails hanging out. Like how? Like I know he's a tough guy, but geez, he was a bit more believable know? to live at the end. That strong ass dude, come on. Yeah, with a son. Yeah. yeah. Son the big guy was a little bit more believable. He just got his back stepped on, and so what? His intestines hanging out. You saw how big he is. 
He could just like fucking just drink a muscle milk and pass that shit up. <laughs> muscle milk. Uh, but yeah, the sun death. Ah, oh, that irritated that was me. At the end, we were both like, oh, really? Like, yeah. Man. I didn't. Yeah, know no, before, that definitely but, me off too. Oh, the sun's back, but we were like, boo. <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. I don't know why they did that. Like, I I wonder why they chose to go that route. You know, like I'm probably. I mean. For it to be like a feel good movie towards the end, I don't yeah, know. Like, just so the audience can go home and smile. Yeah, but yeah, even maybe, with the poor still coming after them at the end. Kids. Uh, what? Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't know the Australian uh, culture or anything. Or maybe they had a funder where it's like. That's my boy. My boy's not going to die in this film. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, there could just be a bunch of many things. Yeah, because, I mean, he, the yeah. son wasn't really, like, a strong character. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. There ha- there almost has to be something. Like, yeah. we don't know. But um, but I yeah, did find definitely. it funny that nobody cared. I, I, like, for, like, five seconds, the wife, you know, Bill's wife cared that he died. And then, like, everyone just forgot and, like, could care less that uh, he died. Bill Bosley, who's that? <laughs> I know, yeah, horrible. like, they, <laughs> they didn't care about that, but then they, she cried about the sun the whole time. She cried about the sun, oh, yeah, like, yeah, literally exactly. the whole time, you know? Right. No so, I mean, <laughs> poor Bill Mosley. Um, yeah. I also read, too, that there's uh, an uncut version uh, with more gore of this movie, but it's not released yet, so, I, I mean, that'd be cool, because I like more gore. Yeah, you do. Um, and Where that kind of segues into stopped. our well, it kind of segues into our uh, next topic that we're going to go into our top five gory films and stuff. But uh, before I guess before we do that exactly, uh, what would you give this movie like a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Uh, I give it a thumbs up. I uh, I liked okay. it. I thought it was I funny. Do too. Um, I think it's one of those movies, like, I probably won't ever watch it again, but it was funny. It was, like, a good time to watch once, you know? And right. I would recommend other people to watch it because, I mean, it's funny. And, I mean, there's there's times where it's suspenseful and there's times where it's, like, you can totally see something coming a mile away, unlike the boar coming at them. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, all in all, it was a fun movie. Like, I've watched a lot shittier movies. So, is that a good review? Yeah. <laughs> I've watched shittier. Yeah. Derek, would you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I'd give it a thumbs sideways. I thought it was okay. It wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't like anything that I'd like recommend people to watch or anything. I mean, it's okay, I guess. If you have nothing else to do and you watched everything else, might as well put it on. But it's nothing that you should go out of your way to check out. All right. All right. Well, what about you, Moody? I would give it a thumbs up. I, I enjoyed it, um, but see, I, I was talking to my brother a little while ago. Um, I like I, I give, you know, I, I'm very easily pleased when it comes to movies. As long as the movie entertains me in some way or another, you know, I'm gonna probably give it a good review. You know what I mean? Um, right. Uh, if the movie doesn't entertain me at all or whatever, so bad, you know, like we do on my indie film cafe stuff, I'll give it a bad review. Um, but this movie, yeah, I just enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, as long as, you know, like as long as you don't take it too too seriously, you know, and just kind of sit back and enjoy, you know, the movie. Um, right. But, yeah, uh, we have a caller 
I think it's Brandon uh, calling in. So hold on, let me uh, bring them on. Uh, caller, uh, Brandon, are you on? Surprise! Hey, Brandon! <laughs> uh, Brandon, real quick, uh, let's summarize your uh, thoughts on board. Did you like it? Did you give it a thumbs up uh, or a thumbs down? I, I, I liked it in terms of because I, I, I was telling you this within the first five minutes of the opening scene, I was just constantly laughing, and I'm like, it, it felt like a, a movie that you needed uh, subtitles with a little bit. Some, and I say that jokingly <laughs> because of the Australian accents, but uh, um, and Nathan Jones was just a hilarious, hilarious badass when he was jamming out in the truck. And then all of a sudden it gets flipped over, and then he gets pissed off and grabs his rifle. I'm, I was laughing hysterically. Yeah, we didn't mention but, that, and we didn't mention the Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby that that was actually and, in the movie. And and uh, he was also the guy. He was in uh, Nathan Jones was in uh, Troy too. He got he was the guy that got uh, stabbed right in the neck. By uh, 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 by Achilles at the beginning of the movie, um, the big strong dude that uh, uh, tr- tried to take him on, and yeah, got stabbed right in the neck with his uh, with Achilles' sword. Yeah, so and uh, but I mean, it, it was like to add to what Derek said, it was. It was it was a fun time, but you know nothing that I would, you know, if there was a 4K of it, I definitely wouldn't spend 30 bucks on it, you know. How much would you spend on it? Uh, I don't I don't know really, but um, 4K would you spend an arm and a leg on it? Um, but I in terms of the the. Uh, uh, practical effects. I was happy to see and hear that it was um, a uh, practical uh, effect bore most of the time because I, I, I did love that, that there was practical effects. So. Uh, good, good talk. And yeah. nobody talk about the practical effects. And, exactly. And what, what, what one stereotype of, uh, and this is a comical one that I always look for in a horror movie is like when the um, when the two people are, are you know uh, out in the woods claiming that they hear something and then the then the uh, the guy's girlfriend gets uh, completely run through and the other Australian guy finds her and she's still she's still talking after all that, what yeah, is it? In every dead. horror movie, we need somebody who is who is barely alive, yet they shouldn't be. <laughs> right. I mean, she did get a horn like pushed through her whole head, <laughs> and I was like, "How is she still right. alive?" And shaking around like a dog toy, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like she—it was like her and Ron Jeremy, man. It's like, oh, oh sure, your 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 spine wouldn't be snapped. No, it'd be perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, and she was all able to talk and everything. 
I look at me, I'm bleeding, and I'm talking perfect English. If I was filming, and I, I would have been like, excuse me, if I have to do another take of this, uh, just kill me right away. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, so yeah, so I agree. And uh, thank you, uh, Brandon, for for uh, that. Um, we gotta. Um, we're gonna move on to our top uh, five. Um, and uh, we, uh, Sam wanted to do top five gory films because she loves her gore, as she talked about earlier. So, uh, if you have a top five gory films and you want to call in, uh, the call-in number is nine two nine. Four seven seven one three zero four. So uh, feel free to call in. Um, That's and nine two nine. We'll start with you. Four seven eight What's that? seven six five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. uh, <laughs> was that Jenny's number? Derek, did you just give the number to a pizza delivery? Admit it. You did. <laughs> Maybe. No, I just said some random <laughs> number. I don't know. Just call in one of those numbers, and you're bound to get the right person eventually. <laughs> Hop sing barbecue. Right, anyway. How can we help you? All right, Brandon. What's your uh, what's your fifth uh, top five gore films? Um, I'm gonna have to go, and I'm gonna combo this one into um, into number five, uh, Hostile Part One and Part Two. Hmm. I, I agree with that. Hostel's on my list as well. Um, Ooh. You know, because I, I can remember uh, when I saw it for the f- uh, first time back when it uh, hit hit DVD. I mean, I I didn't see it in theaters because I didn't think it would be one that I knew it was one that I wanted to see, but I didn't think it would be one that would you know be in theaters that long. And uh, but anyway, when I did see it i i thought um you know it kind of uh you know turned turned rules on its head on on its head a little bit and uh just had you know in a sense uh comedic fun with it and uh serious fun with it and didn't uh said oh yeah do do we need to, uh, you know, care about how much gore we have in this movie? Oh, we don't. No, so, I mean, let's go for it. And, uh, um, but it was it was one of those movies. I'll admit, though, I'm glad that um, if there was, I know there was a third hostel, but uh, I did not care to see that one. I thought the first two were. Um. I've seen them all, and I couldn't tell you. I know the first one was great. The second one and the third one, I couldn't tell you which one was which. I feel like they all kind of, like, blended together. But, mm-hmm. you know, the scene from Hostel 1 that I can still picture, which, you know, says something, because I haven't actually seen it in a while, was the part. Yeah, no, it's the part where the guy's sitting in the chair uh, that gets kidnapped by the, you know, gay doctor. <laughs> and uh, so he, like, like oh, you you can go now, but like then he like slits his Achilles tendons, and so the guy stands yep. up, oh. and then you just see his oh like oh that causes pain every time I watch that. And then yeah. and then when the I think it was in the uh, first one where the uh, guy walks in, um, 
and the guy's on the table and he has his his he cuts off a piece of his leg and just sits down with a glass of wine and starts eating it. I'm like, oh fuck. Right. Yeah. At least and, nobody in those movies are likable, so it's like, who do you cheer on? I just watch it for the gore. Well, the main um, character guy is kind of likable. I can't remember his name, but. And then the the bloodbath sequence in the second part of the movie, and I'm not mentioning that for the reason you might think. The, I'm not mentioning it for the nudity. I'm mentioning it for watching it because I ha- I have rods in my back, okay, uh, from back surgery, and I'm, I was watching that scene hurting the first time I watched it. I'm like, ow, ow. Well, that's very erotic for some people, and not even because of the nudity, but a lot of people have, like, a blood play fantasy. So, I mean, it's a very erotic scene, even if you take away the nudity, I feel like. Yeah. Um, And she's, like, having an orgasm while the blood's flying out, too. So, you know, that helps. That's what I meant. Like, people get turned on by blood play. So, all right, Moody, let's move on. What's yours? What's mine? My number uh, five one was Return of the Living Dead, uh, the original um, one. Um, I don't know. For some reason, there's all, just so much gore in that movie that I think that I just, ugh, you know, just kind of creep me out, especially with the actual zombies themselves, you know. Um, they're a lot gorier looking than a lot of, like, the normal what you see in the, um, you know, from like Night of the Living Dead or, or the Dead series, you know. So um, that's my number five. Um, All right. Uh, Derek. Derek, what's your number five? All right, so so this is like just basically like our favorite, not necessarily the goriest films we've ever seen, right? Just our favorite gore films, right? Yeah, just whatever. Okay. So uh, so I, I just bunched up a whole bunch of movies together. So one is by a director. Uh, I just put Lucio Fulci films. It doesn't matter which film you pick. It's probably going to be gory as fuck, especially if it's in a zombie trilogy or even zombie. That film's pretty fucking gory. Just anything with him. And he has a like an obsession about eyeballs. I think uh, New York Ripper was pretty good, but I think one of his goriest might be The Beyond or City of the Living Dead. City of the Living Dead had that head fucking... What is it where the drill goes into the dude's head and you see it and a girl barfing up her guts, which looks fake as fuck to me, but I still like looking at it. So Lucio Fulci just makes it. I mean, because if I go by like all his movies, all of his movies will probably be on my top ten. Same with like Peter Jackson and all this other shit. But I'll get to that later. So right now I'm just going to mention Lucio Fulci. Look his shit up. He has a lot of shit on Shutter. And uh, and also Amazon Prime, and it's really worth the watch. All right, so my number right. five, I was with Brandon, so it was uh, just hostile. So let's move on to our number four, Brandon. Number four. All right, and uh, this one, uh, right. this one, you might think and say, why? Why exactly? And I'll mention, I mention it for more of the uh, behind the scenes controversy of it. Uh, but, and it was just for, uh, one or two sequences, but, uh, um, Scarface, simply for the, uh, for the shower scene, uh, back then, 
because you don't you don't see anything. You you don't see it happen, but you see a lot of uh, uh, blood come on the curtain. But the reason I'm uh, getting to the reason I mentioned that was at the time that f- that film was uh, released, uh, the the uh, director had to cut that film down seven times to even to even get it an R rating. Uh, and I mean, because at the time, um, uh, at the time it was like it was similar to Star Wars in that nobody had seen anything, anything in that that bold before. All right, awesome. All right. Um... Okay, so Derek, what do you, uh, what's your number four? Oh, little old me. All right, so, so yep. once again, I'm bunting a bunch of fucking movies together, and this will be Lloyd Kaufman's movies. But somehow, he's like, every time it seems like up the gore, because I thought whenever I first saw Toxic Avenger 4, I'm like, there's no way he's going to make a movie gorier and more fucked up than that. And then, like, Terra Firmer came, no, Terra Firmer came out before, I believe. Oh, fuck, Terra Firmer is one of my favorite trauma films. So that one, I was like, fuck, how can it get worse? Toxic Avenger 4 comes out, fuck, how can it get worse than this? Poultry Guys, holy fuck, that movie had a shitload of gore. From, like, boiling people's faces to eating it to, like, fucking tits made out of eggs. A dude had egg titties. And then, like, birds came out, and it starts pecking his eyeballs out, I think. I don't know. There's just so much crazy shit which happens in that movie. And then Return to Newcomb High. And both the films are kind of quasi-musicals. Like, it's fucking amazing. And the gore is so over the top, so bloody and funny and fucking just wonderful. I give it, mwah, mwah, mwah. I give it the snobby 10 out of 10. All that right. was very entertaining there, Derek. Sorry, I love... Uh, you guys see Poultry Guys. It's a musical. It's a comedy. It. it has gore out the ass. Yeah, you should be literally sitting next to him right now talking like it. Yeah. <laughs> very animated right now. I love it. And I think, it's, I think it's on, like, Tubi or it's on it's on something. I'm pretty sure that we can watch it on. Yeah. All yeah. right. Moody, did you tell you what yours was? Uh no. Um my uh I guess my number four is Reanimator. Um the uh I just I think that movie is just balls to wall fun with a lot of a ton of gore, you know. So nice. that, I haven't seen that that's my number four. Yeah, I love All it. Alright. Um, um, I think my my number four I have a lot of Eli Roth movies on my list because Eli Roth's one of my favorite directors. Um, I would say my mm. number four is uh, the 2003 version of Cabin Fever, not the most recent stupid Cabin oh, Fever yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. need to be made, which I'm still I don't confused. Even that. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I I don't even know. But anyway, so Cabin Fever, uh, like in the <laughs> the scene where Jordan and Ryder are like doing it, and he like starts fingering her and then he like pulls back his finger and he's like oh, oh yeah baby yeah. you're so wet and it's just like blood <laughs> and it's all like chunky or the, and uh, thick and... or the uh the sh- uh the shaving scene 
That's yeah, when she's uh, shaving her legs. Oh, that thing got yeah. so much. Yeah, she just shaves it off. Or when Ryder uh, like pours like what was it, Listerine all over his dick. I mean, that movie was uh, just funny. It was funny and it was gory. You got face. And then uh, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, Jordan Ladd when her like face just like when her whole body was just like melting off, and oh then, like the God. dogs were eating her. It was it was a lot uh, of gore. Good uh-huh. Eli, like Eli Roth is like he's good about that. I'm one of the few people that <laughs> likes the sequel by Ty West. I, oh. I don't hate it, but also I really yeah, I don't hate it. Something about the reanimator to go back just a tiny bit. I remember uh, throughout a kid, every time I rented it from the store, it was always the rated R version. And then as as an adult, I recently saw the uh, the not rated version. And holy fuck, there's a lot more gore in that film than the rated R version. Yeah. Like the old Hollywood video. Like I remember that, like, they, they didn't have eyes popping out and busting and bleeding everywhere. But anyway, yeah, my favorite character is still the cop. And uh, if you've seen the sequel by Ty West, the cop continues his adventure. And uh, Noah, uh, yeah. they go some, huh? Deputy Winston, right? Yeah, whatever. I just call him. I just call him Party Cop. Well, there's a third one. What Patient Zero? Has anybody seen that? Yeah, that has nothing no. to do with the first or second. I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's I mean, true. it's the same, like, disease, yeah, but, yeah. No, I, I had to watch. I watched it by principle alone, but, yeah, it was horrible. The only reoccurring character is the disease. Right. So, that's <laughs> my number four. All right. Brandon, what's your number three? Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, Dead Alive, uh, Peter Jackson. Um, I mean, yes, it was uh, this kind of... Uh, uh, over the top comical, but I mean, like there was a sequence in it where uh, an old lady's skin was falling into her coffee or her soup or whatever it was, and it's her and, custard. Yeah, yeah, custard, and and she still ate it, and it was like, oh, whatever, <laughs> you know, uh, and then. Uh, Literally seeing a guy, you know, smile and scream that doesn't, literally does not have a face anymore. Like, holy shit. You want to know what's fucked up about that movie? Is that even if you get the unrated version in America, it still still cuts out a few of the gore pieces. Because I had to like, I had to go online and order a copy called Brain Dead. And, it, and that that version is fully unrated, so you actually have to get it from uh, from New Zealand to get the truly unrated version. Because hmm. even then, there's, uh, a, there's a sex scene that they cut out a little, and then there's a few more pieces of gore which were completely taken out of the American unrated version. And then the the sequence uh, where the where the priest the the I kick ass for the I Lord. For the Lord. Uh, you know, just mowing down everything. I'm like, and please tell me that that that, that wasn't um, that the American version didn't get screwed when it came to um, seeing more of more of that sequence. If you tell me that, I'll be pissed. <laughs> uh, no, I think that sequence was just about. I think that was almost the entire sequence. 
I can. But, I mean, I'd yeah. have to look it up. I, I just saw the unrated version once. I really needed to see it again. But God, I just remember just a few areas where it's just like, man, they, they added a lot more stuff. Like, what's weird is the lawnmower seems exactly the same. So that's like the goriest scene in the movie. I don't know why they decided that. And it it was the first Peter Jackson movie that I had seen that uh, of his that wasn't three hours long. Because <laughs> until that well, until uh, that time until that time I'm like, what is this? What does this director do? Only do three hour movies? <laughs> so uh, Dead Alive is Dead Alive is also on my list. Um, I think Dead Alive is like number one on like just the goriest movies of all time. I think. Uh, they use like over a thousand gallons of movie blood, so I mean, like literally, this is possibly the goriest movie that existed. Right. So, Moody, what's and your I, uh, number three? Well, I, you know, I had originally had thought about putting Dead Alive on there, but I was like, everybody's gonna probably say Dead Alive, and, and that is true. <laughs> um, I uh, actually chose Cabin Fever as my number three, so. Uh, we, uh, you know, it was, you know, I guess, you know, yours was number four, mine was number three of it, so. Um, well, mine aren't, but, yeah, in, that, that mine aren't really in a list. I just picked five, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really have. Right. No, mine aren't in a list either. But it's just, I, I chose, you know, which ones I would want to talk first, you know. Yeah. Well, in Cabin Fever. It's one of those movies I feel like you can watch, like, at least for me, like, I could watch it whenever it was on TV. I'm like, I like it. Right. It's one of those movies I can watch over and over again. I do not like, there is a, um, there's a director's cut of the 2003 one on a Blu-ray, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's awful. Uh, they add some stuff in there that just didn't need to be in there, and, you know, um, it, and then it has, like, and I was really upset because... What I like about the DVD is it has five commentary tracks, but the Blu-ray only has one, you know, for that new cut and everything. That was just, it was just uh, annoying. So I have to watch the DVD if I want to uh, hear all the cool commentary tracks because they have, like, great five commentary tracks on them, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's my opinion. Anyway, but aside from that, the gore is great. I love it. We just talked about that, so we can move on to Derek's. Alright, I mean, well, uh, like you said, uh, I knew everybody was going to mention Dead Alive, that's also on my list, but I also just wrote the early Peter Jackson movies in general, because the gore is amazing! Like, in Bad Taste, like, when the, the dude people? takes the chainsaw, runs it down the alien's head, and comes out his asshole and says he's born again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Meet the Feebles. Have you seen the massacre at the end of that? Just fucking Muppets being killed left and right. All while, while the guy's singing whatever song he's singing. It was a fucking masterpiece. Like, both, like, all of his earlier stuff, Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles, and Dead Alive, which, by the way, he made uh, Meet the Feebles so he could fund Dead Alive. Interesting tidbit there. But uh, all his earlier movies were just so fucking gory. And then it's amazing, because I remember whenever uh, Lord of the Rings was coming out, and I wasn't excited because it was Lord of the Rings. I was fucking excited because Peter Jackson was making them. I'm like, holy shit, Peter Jackson's making this big-ass film? Fuck yeah, I'll watch it, not knowing what Lord of the Rings even is. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I just put in Peter Jackson, his first three films, just in general. Because you have you uh, have anybody here seen uh, Meet the Feebles? No, I haven't. Anybody? Um, no, it's been a while. No. It's been a while. But my friend uh, okay. generally comes over like Sunday nights or whatever to hang. Uh, showed me, um, you know, showed me Meet the Feebles years ago, and I was like, "What the hell is this movie?" It was, uh, it was so just wonderful. like you're literally feeling like you're uh, watching the Muppets on acid. Like it's it, it deals with Muppet AIDS. It deals with Muppets on drugs. It's basically Jim Henson Muppet Baby or Muppets on drugs, and it's free on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, just look up Meet the Feebles on YouTube. All right. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's freaking amazing. So that's y'all's homework. Look up Meet the Feebles on YouTube and get back with get, me. Do it. Uh, Sam, what about you? What's the your, uh, what's your um, number three? I would say uh, The Green Inferno, also by my favorite, Eli Roth. Face. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're, yeah. you're saying that it's like it was nothing but Eli Roth, pretty much. Uh, a lot of your uh, like your favorite gory movies or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean like I'll have, you know, have you seen it? Yeah, and I love. Uh, I actually got to meet Kirby, who is in that movie, and uh, I mean, she had some fun stories. I don't really remember many, but I remember she she enjoyed working on that movie and said Eli was just one of the nicest people she's ever worked with, you know. Um, she was the girl who... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you know. You know who she is. <laughs> from yeah, that movie. Yeah, and then uh, we just recently watched uh, Cannibal Holocaust, didn't we? Not oh, yeah. Ago, and so they kept mentioning the Green Inferno. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, Eli Roth is one of his favorite movies, so he was paying... Uh, what about that kill where the guy's, like, alive and they chop... What, what do they do? They chop off all his arms, his uh, legs, his eyeball. His tongue, oh. and you just hear him screaming the whole time. They, they cut his dick off. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. They just chop off every fuck, and then he just screams until they chop off his head. Finally, oh. that was brutal. I remember seeing that. And I'm like, me and my friend were like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch this film. Fuck yeah, <laughs> we're into it now. I mean, um, but once again, Eli Roth writes all his characters as fucking assholes, so you don't give a shit about anybody in it. Uh, I remember my uh, my mom had watched uh, Green Inferno because she was just curious as to what it is or what it was, and she, she watches it all the way through. And you know, I I watched it maybe about two or two hours after she did, and I go, "Am I gonna am I gonna like this?" And she's like, "Uh." You might, you might not, but I will say this: it's extremely, extremely effed up. <laughs> yeah, she was right about that. I'm like, holy shit! I have seen some shit, but never something like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked. Uh, I guess I should have picked uh, Cannibal Holocaust because I want to talk about that one again. I liked how uh, a lot of people thought that a lot of the deaths, minus the animal scenes, because the animal scenes were real. Uh, I think there was, like, seven animal kills, and six of them were, like, shown and were real. 
but a lot of people thought that the death scenes of like the humans were real. Oh yeah, the guy actually went to court. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah to prove to a judge that uh, the actors were still alive. Yeah, I mean that's like a great film right there if you got to prove that your actors are still alive. <laughs> That's an honor, really. Yeah. I feel like I'd be like, score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're not All a right. very lively bunch here, are we? I mean, they pretty much <laughs> fooled what a Blair Witch did before the Blair Witch did it. Because the, the, the director of uh, uh, Cannibal Holocaust actually told the actors they had them sign a year thing where they can't, like, do anything for a whole year. So everybody thinks that they're actually dead. Interesting little tidbit for you folks at home, sitting there with your dick <laughs> in your hand. Thanks, babe. Yeah, no problem. I mean, as an African-American man, I will never go to any of these woods <laughs> or any of these fucking weird goddamn places where I know that there's, like, cannibals and shit. Well, right. It's like, let's not mess or, like, piss off the cannibals. Like, come on. You know, the, again, you know, so the weird part about Cannibal Holocaust, though, is that the cannibals were actually, like, they, they were... Well, it was the people who got eaten who were the fucking assholes. The cannibals were just going to, you know, probably just going to be like, whatever, we're just here, you know, we're yeah, not going to eat Yeah, the people caused that, so I don't know, it's probably like a political statement movie as well. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely was, like, the director definitely wanted to make a statement, there's no doubt about that, but he just ended up making a fucking exploitation horror film that, uh, that just inspired many, and then the Green Inferno comes out, and Eli Roth is like, Fuck having a message. Let's have penises get cut off. <laughs> yeah, face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Brandon. You ready for your number two? Uh, what, uh, yes. Uh, and before yeah, I get, take a dump on all of us, Brandon. Take a dump speaking, on. Me. Speaking on. of Blair Witch, there's I I can't believe that they actually met uh, at E3. They actually. Announced Ooh, Blair Witch somebody, video game. That somebody made a Blair Witch video game. How boring do we have to be? I mean, considering the that movie was... The trailer looks fucking con- dope, Brandon. Considering you that movie was... Mouth. You know the con- trailer looks cool. Considering that <laughs> movie was just, was just cursing most of the time, What what is it you're going to do? Press A to curse 50 times and get an achievement. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. You know there's an achievement in the in the Evil Dead game if you make Bruce Campbell say a one-liner enough times. Um, and that, where's that, that actual me, one-liner button in those games? It was uh, nice. That, that, that leads me into my number two, and that is Evil Dead 2, the original. Son of a bitch, yeah. Brandon. You knew um. that was my number two. You took it from me. You... Fucking asshole! I, I didn't. You. I didn't. I I barely talked to any of you guys today before the show. So how the Yeah, I but I said it. I said it in my head, and you took it from my head. <laughs> how dare you, Brandon? Uh, you know, okay, but to, let's talk about Evil Dead Two because I'm right there with you, man. Evil Dead Two is a fucking masterpiece. I mean, j- just the sequence where Ash is looking around. Ash is looking all around the room, and then the Deer head starts uh, coming alive and lo- and looking at him. I'm like, that that is a mind trip and a half. I don't care who you are. <laughs> or when he shoots the walls and the walls are literally bleeding all over him, and then yeah. it sucks the blood back in. Yeah, I mean. Oh, um, funny 
decided not to use Red Blood because that gave them such a problem with the with the ratings board for the first Evil Dead. So if you look, they don't use Red Blood in Evil Dead Two. They use Black Blood. They have Green Blood. Everything but Red. Because it was the first one that was rated at the time when it came out. Um, was it the first rated or second X, one? Baby. Was it the first or second one that was? First one was rated X, and that's because of all the red blood. So that's why in the second one they decided to use every color but red, and they got an R rating. And that's so silly. I, Those ratings are so stupid. I, well, I, like, I, look I don't how know. gory part two is. Like, holy fuck, there's gore out the ass, but guess what? No red blood. Here's your R rating. And, you know, I, I still will always love the the tracking shots in that movie and I mean, I still love it. Oh, yeah. No, they were fucking... The way that they did every shot in that film was... I mean, they were inventors at the time. Like, every... Like, they do such inventive shots where it's it's a cinematographer's wet dream. I mean, and the, and the, re, the remake, which I'll bring up very quickly, is, you know... I love nothing, it. It's not on my... It's not on my list, but... Uh, I... I I do love that the tracking shots were still uh, somewhat represented uh, represented in in that too. And um, not enough people talk about the remake. It's actually a really fucking good film. I like the remake a lot. I loved uh, it. I've, I've actually only seen it twice, and I mean, I I do like it, but um, you know, nothing will. And we almost uh, had a tree rape scene. Almost. <laughs> Uh, nothing will outdo the uh, original or original two. I mean, it's not gonna let us go, Ash. But I, uh, I do, I did like Army of Darkness, and that's a uh, that's a rare thing for me to like a, a third uh, movie in a saga now nowadays. Um, you know, because every, nowadays everybody's scared of, oh, this a third movie's coming out. We know how that goes. First one, good. Second one, really good. Third one, why? <laughs> but that was a rare case. Let's and, not forget the TV series. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, they, they were lacking a lot of the blood in the TV. Uh, I guess, I don't know, it's hard to say because a lot of people tell me that the TV series is gory as fuck, but I watch it. I guess it's gory, but it's just such a comedic gore. Too bad um, they fucking canceled it. Yeah, I would go. Having seen the whole thing, I would I would say that they're right. It's comedic gore, but the attitude of Ash is there all the way, and they didn't. I on love. That, so. I saw every season. My favorite season has to be part two, where he's like, yeah. "Suck on my bill, Paul." Yeah, and he keeps calling Ball Bill. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and when the mascot got when the mascot got little... possessed in the in the third season. <laughs> wow, yeah, I like his little puppet though. That shit was like, awesome. I, I watched it the first time, going, I knew mascots were always fucked up. <laughs> yeah, man, they fucking they bleed from the mouth, and they have like these fucked up teeth, and they want to you know kill little girls. They're fucked up, dog. <laughs> nah, so I'm right there with you. Mine's also uh, 
Evil Dead 2 for my second. So you just got a twofer. All right, Moody, what's yours? <laughs> All right. Um, my number two is actually Nightmare on Elm Street uh, 3 and 5. Both of them, to me, were like the glorious, you know, uh, films at the time that when I was a kid that kind of freaked me out, you know. Um, I actually didn't even really want to watch uh, the Nightmare movies because of the gore, you know, at the time. And uh, still to this day, I think they're pretty gory, you know. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? Uh, I like the uh, Johnny Depp scene still. Yeah. I don't think yeah. the no, yeah, Hellraiser. I always forget about Hellraiser. Hellraiser's way gorier than Nightmare on Elm Street. Out of all the slasher films, or I guess, you know, those type of films, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is probably, like, the bottom of the list in terms of gore. Uh, what about Halloween? Th- uh, Halloween's probably at the bottom. Not the stupid Rob. Okay, Halloween is definitely on the bottom. Yeah. But then it would go Nightmare on Elm Street, because, I mean, come on, Friday the 13th has way more gore than any Nightmare uh, on Elm Street. Poor Kevin Bacon gets killed. Okay. I, I mean, with the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street series, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't one of the it wasn't one of the best, but I I did really like uh, New Nightmare simply because it was a movie within a movie that made fun of itself. Yeah, it wasn't very gory. Yeah, but yeah. I, I love I but, really love Nightmare on Elm Street films, even the shitty part two with with all the gay stuff, <laughs> and uh, I even liked part five with all the stupid stuff. What is that, Dream Child? Yeah. 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 So I, I, I like them all, but, like, you know, obviously there's there's the bad ones, and then there's the good ones. I like how part two is just like, well, part one, we established rules for them. Part two, we're going to say, fuck all those rules. And then part three, we'll forget two ever existed. Good God damn. <laughs> it was a... It was a movie series that could make you scared of a summer day outside. <laughs> right. or, or talking into a phone because you thought Freddie was going to, like, French kiss you. Well, I always like Freddie with his big-ass arms walking the, yeah, walking the streets. The I always think, there's Freddie's hug. <laughs> or, like, come on, you can just run under those pants. They weren't bending or anything. Don't tell me that he'd be able to bend it faster than I'd be able to push him down and run past his fucking wonky ass. Like, the only thing I'm afraid of if I run into uh, Freddy is that he'll just fucking pun me to death. I'll be like, no! I, that's what I love about, uh, what is it, uh, Marty, whatever the fuck that show is, uh, with the fucking the drunk uncle or the drunk grandpa, Morty. Or, uh, where they make fun of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Rick and Morty. And I just called everybody bitch a lot. He's like, yeah. Rick and Morty, yeah. I'm in your dreams, bitch. And if you and haven't then, seen it. Like, somebody makes them feel Philly. They're like, aw, bitch. If anybody out there hasn't seen that show, they Rick and Morty, they need to. It's, it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I yeah. love the. I love Nightmare on Elm Street, but what, I definitely wouldn't call them gory. Even for, like, slasher films, it's not even near the goriest. Uh-huh. 
All for, right. Uh, what's his name? Yes, for Johnny Depp. Fuck Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. It's weird how all these slasher films have like one famous person in them. Like Leprechaun One has Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Fucking uh, your Kevin Bacon and Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, then, you called him mine. And then Johnny Depp <laughs> and Nightmare on Elm Street. And then fucking Halloween comes up with we ain't got nobody famous in this bitch. But uh, then they made one. <laughs> And then, uh, uh, give the fans what they really want Halloween Resurrection Part 2 uh, Trick or then, treat again Motherfucker And then one of the Friday 13th Also had the uh, the oh, Yeah the MTV one yeah, Give the fans what they really want We want a part 2 god damn it We do <laughs> We need to find out what happens when he opens his eyes And he's like Doctor honestly I'm in so much pain I'm done killing And then we see it him turn his life around and rehabilitation. We see Mikey grow up, have a family, fall in love. <laughs> I, I, I wanted, I wanted a Freddy versus Jason too so badly, just for the simple uh, camp fun of it. Well, uh, they set that, it up for it. I'm surprised. And there, there was, again. there was going to be, um, um, there was going to be a sequel, but. Uh, uh, the whole the whole Friday the Thirteenth or the whole Nightmare on Elm Street series actually uh, was made at a time when uh, New Line was uh, was literally struggling, and I believe they they shut down and rebranded at one point um, uh, well, during I'm, the making I'm of that I'm surprised series. the other. Movies didn't catch on, and you know, I, I there was talks about like Michael Myers versus you know what I mean, like they all were gonna like verse each other at some point, which right. would be kind of comical if they just made one movie that just versed everybody. Hellraiser versus Child's Play, that would be. I heard some rumor like that. That shit would be hilarious, but we'll always have the comic book Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. I own all the I own all the comics of that, and oh my god, is that a fun series? Right, and and apparently, Robert Englund wants to wants to do Freddy one more time. Did he do him in a shitty TV show that just came out? And like, I remember uh, everybody was watching it, and then somebody was like, he only showed up for like two minutes. What a fucking asshole! And, but I think that's what sparked his interest in doing it again. And I, I know that I know that Bruce Campbell is the new host of Ripley's Believe It or Not now. Yeah, after he said, "I retire, Ash." That asshole. That asshole. <laughs> Ashy slashy. Uh, Sam, what's your uh, number two? Ah, uh, somehow I only have one left. I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> Somebody named yours. Yeah, I get I get lost. All right, so the only one I haven't talked about, at least on this one, I've talked about many other times because it's one of my favorite movies, but it's The Descent from 2005, mm-hmm. Neil Marshall, mm-hmm. my favorite female-driven psychological horror movie. However, it does have a lot of gore. Um from beginning to end, it's just straight up. I mean, from the beginning of when, you know, her family dies to the end, I mean, it's just blood everywhere, and it's my favorite movie. Nice. 
Uh, I've only saw that movie when it first came out. I honestly don't remember it that much. I really need to see it again. I remember that I saw the alternate ending, I believe, where it's like she escaped, everything's happy, and then you find out it's a dream and she was still inside the fucking cave. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the best ending ever. And then I realized I think that was just an alternate ending I saw. Uh, What what was the real ending? She got got out. That's lame. I, well, at least well, I she think. Because then there was a second one. So she got out, and then the cops found her and thought she killed all of her friends. Yeah. So then they made her go back down there. And so then every, it kind of all happened over again. Uh, I love I love the ending I saw. It just wrapped up the movie so wonderfully, where it's like you're not getting out, and you don't know whether there's actual, like, monsters in there or if it's all in her head, really. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, from the acting to the, you know, uh, the, the cast, the writing, the the claustrophobia, the darkness, the monsters, the fucking night vision, because night vision is always scarier. Yeah. The monsters. I mean, those were like pretty creepy looking monsters too. And yes, I did hear the breathing comment from earlier. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I just heard you again. <laughs> so, anybody else going to chime in about the descent? Well, let me chime in. I, I, I enjoyed it. Sam got on my case for breathing. Well, you were like gargling. I thought he was dying. That was like what dead people do right before they die. I was trying to die, but she wouldn't let me. <laughs> Fucking tease. Not on my watch, buddy. <laughs> All right. Anything so, about uh, the side, Brandon? I, I, uh, I, I did really enjoy it uh, when I uh, when I saw it because um, initially I was skeptical about it, but then Sam kept messaging me like did you watch the descent yet no do it <laughs> and I'm like okay <laughs> and I, I admit when it, when it started like within the first 10 minutes I wasn't expecting to like it uh, uh, but then uh, the kind of the claustrophobic feel of it uh uh, really put you put you on edge and and put you in the moment for these characters. I think. What about you, Moody? Right. Um, yeah, I saw it on uh, HBO. I think it's HBO Go. I got to see it on there. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't. Um, I'm not sure. I, I forgot the ending. It's been a while since I saw it. So I don't remember the ending that he's talking. I need to see it more than once, you know. And I have it on DVD now because I bought it recently. So I'll need to check it, check it out and see the alternate ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the ending is like she's pretty much just swimming in a pool of just dead people and animal blood. She's just covered in it. I mean, it's nice. I I would say the movie isn't known. I mean, it is gory. But it's not the only thing that movie relies on. So, yeah. But anyways, all right. Uh, who's uh, Brandon? What's your number one? Uh, my number one. Uh, it's a tie between uh, American Psycho and Audition, uh, which I talked about uh, last time, actually. Uh, but I say Audition because. 
still to this day, I'd never seen anything like. Uh, uh, I know it wasn't made in America, but uh, but still, I'd never seen anything like the uh, end sequence before. To where e- even uh, it was a struggle for me to to get get through it, not because I was bored, but I'm like, good God. Uh, and um, an American Psycho, uh, because you know, number one, it's it's Christian fucking Bale. He's the man. So, um, and and just the uh, kind of uh, like there were a few callbacks, like one or two callbacks to. Um, uh, like Texas Chainsaw, he's sitting there watching it on the TV as he's working out, uh, and then just the amount of stuff that they were that they were able to get away with, and you you would think, no, they how the hell did they get away with that? Uh, and it was directed by a woman too, so and it was also the movie that convinced. Christopher Nolan to uh, cast him as Batman as well. Because <laughs> he knew he had to play uh, someone who was struggling with his inner demons, but at the same time really effed up when he needed to be. <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for, for a second there, I'm like... <laughs> For a second there, I'm like, what did we lose the feed? <laughs> I'm like, no, no like you're just talking to yourself yeah. the whole time. And then me and Derek just come on and we're like, yeah, yeah. Well, it would be scary as if you actually answered back while talking to yourself. That would be nice. <laughs> like, So anyway, that's my favorite movie. Then you hear in the background, yeah, Brandon, you go. <laughs> I'm in the nexus of the universe. Sorry, but uh, I totally missed the movie you said. What was your number one? Uh, it was a, I said it was a tie between uh, American Psycho and Audition. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought up Audition last time. That movie is right. fucking dope. I agree, though. American Psycho. I, I mean, American Psycho to me, there wasn't much blood, but fuck was that wait, a fucked up wait, movie. Wait a minute. Are you, are you, you telling me? You are you it, telling me? You, you didn't do it. Are you telling me you guys didn't hear any of that just now? No, we did. I think he did. Uh, I think it was all in his head. I think he was just psycho. No, I was joking while this was all going down. So, uh, (laughs) fucking, uh, everybody else heard everything, but I was choking on a reason. I was like, I was literally dying the whole time. I actually had to mute the phone at one point and ask him if I needed to perform the Heimlich maneuver on him, but he said no, so then I came back. (laughs) Yeah, but I said no, like, <laughs> But no, listen, if you can talk, that means you can get air. That means you're not technically choking. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you just let him die. I see how it is. Yeah. No, I wouldn't let him die. I would revive him. I'm just saying, if you can, if you ask a person if they're choking and they can actually answer you, then they're really not technically choking. Yeah, I remember like, well, one movie where somebody was uh, actually being strangled, and uh, the director said, while you're being strangled, say, no, stop, please, I love you. And I'm like, nigga, 
If this nigga was choking <laughs> this nigga, this nigga wouldn't be able to talk. What's wrong with you, nigga? Well, uh, the, like, the, I almost went out, all out, and oh, slapped that director in the face. If the, but I did it. I had my cool. So if the hot dog, if the hot dog scene yeah. in, in if the hot dog scene in Wolf of Wall Street has taught us anything, <laughs> if you've seen that, if you've seen that sequence where Don's I've never choking seen on Wolf of Wall Street, I need there's to. a there's a scene in the movie where uh, he Jordan Belfort's about to be ratted out by the FBI, and He's taken a bunch of of quaaludes, so he's he's not him and Donnie have taken a bunch. Uh, um, jo- Jonah Hill's character have taken a bunch of uh, quaaludes, so they're not making sense. And he's telling him, uh, Jordan's telling Donnie to get off the phone because it's uh, it's uh, being tracked by the FBI. And while trying to get out the words to tell him, he uh, he ends up choking on a uh, on a piece of hot dog that he was eating while while talking on the phone. All right, Brandon, yeah. check this out, man. Y'all ready for this? Is it my turn? Or wait, sure. whose turn is it? Yeah, you you can go. All right, peace this. Just because it needs to be said, the one, the only, the don, the cream of the crop, the top of the top. I think you know my nigga, George A. Romero, and his zombie trilogy. Now, the first one, not that gory. The second one, gory as fuck. The third one, also gory as fuck. So, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Also, I guess you could say Land of the Dead, kind of. But not Diarrhea of the Dead or Survival of the Dead. Although, I do kind of like Survival of the Dead. Is that um, really a Diarrhea of the Dead? It's Diarrhea of the Dead. Oh, and it what, is what fucking god awful, and I hate it. And it's, I, I remember when Diary of the Dead first came out. I watched it like ten times. Like, what's wrong? Is it something wrong with me? And then I almost forced myself to like it because I watched it so many times. And then uh, after growing up more, I'm just like, no, it's just a fucking shit movie. Well, what about the 2004 <laughs> remake of Dawn of the Dead? Do you like that? Oh well, yeah, that movie's pretty fucking dope too. But I don't know. Just I just remember like. Just Dawn of the Dead has such classic gore scenes, like the the guy getting hit with the head with the helicopter. Everybody remembers that scene. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. remembers like the girl at the beginning with the big ass afro getting a bite being taken out by mm-hmm. the other nigga with the big ass afro. And then and the guy, uh, there's a white the guy, guy getting up as a uh, Puerto Rican guy. He he's he's. Um... He's being John eaten alive. He's being eaten alive by the zombies. Uh, his intestines are coming out of him, but the whole time he's just telling the zombies, "Choke on him." <laughs> oh yeah, choke on them, choke on them, and then he gets ripped in half. Yeah, that it's was like I'm dope. dying, but I'm gonna go down like a son of a bitch. <laughs> and then you see, like that was the first movie, Day of the Dead. Well, the first movie I at least know about where somebody gets bit and they decide to chop off the uh, the arm that got bit to try and stop it from uh, transferring him to a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing about Dawn of the Dead, which really weirds me out, is it's like, it's like you got this place full of dudes, and there's only one female, but the only thing stopping them from being, like, you know, probably chasing <laughs> the female, like, being over, you know, being perverts, 
is that they still have hope that there's something going on. Like, there's still a government going on. It's it's a fucked up movie because it's like, it makes you wonder, is there still a government somewhere going on, or are they the last of the last? And I I can't remember, I can't remember now, but what I loved about uh, George Romero is, uh, like, he, like, um, like, whenever one of his, uh, movies was remade he would uh uh not only be on the uh on the credits to to put taking an active role in it but he would play a zombie as well i think i think in a lot of them uh but i mean i mean what i loved the most about uh night of the living dead was literally when he was done, when he was done, like the day or week that he was done shooting, and he throws the he throws the can, the uh, film canister in the back of his car, and literally drives around to every drive-in theater in the area, uh, going, you know, will you will you show this? Um, because at the time he had literally no idea. Uh, um, you know what to do with it, other than you know uh, make a movie, hope it's successful, and uh, hope I didn't <laughs> hope I didn't ruin my life doing this. <laughs> yeah, and then he ruined his life by not copywriting it, and then everybody was able to show it for and free. Um, yeah, because it's one of the uh, one of, if not the uh, biggest horror movie on. Uh, darn it, what's the... Uh, public domain. Public domain, yeah. Yeah, and it's available for everybody because George A. Romero fucked up. Yeah. And, the, and the, the remake of the remake of it, the 1990 remake of it, uh, apparently I, I read a lot, a, back, a lot of background on it, and they got everybody... You know everybody back uh who you know uh, a lot of the people that were on the crew of the f- of the first one, the original one, and it, yeah it up the it up the gore a lot and people people didn't uh didn't really uh like it but i I actually don't mind it because um I remember when I was uh like 15 it would it would if somebody brought up the do you want to f- watch the 1990 remake of Night of the Living Dead I'd be scared shitless and run out of the room. <laughs> I remember when everybody was like uh like I was like on a lot of forums back in the day and everybody was like Night of the Living Dead one of the best horror films blah blah blah. So I went out to rent it from a Hollywood video, and uh, I didn't know that there was a, like, it was from the 60s. So I ended up renting the remake, the 1990 remake, and I was like, man, this film is awesome. Everybody was right. And then I finally, so I watched the remake first, and finally I got around to seeing the original, like, maybe six months after that. I remember being pissed off because Barbara was a little bitch. Like, because in the remake, she's, like, you know, strong. She's stronger. She gets her right. shit together. 
And I mean, he's like, fuck these zombies. And there, there were like one or there were one or two sequences in the remake that I, I don't think were in the uh, uh, in the original. Like when uh, the one sequence that was in the remake, uh, Barbara shoots. Um, she points a gun at a, a a zombie's head that's holding a baby doll, and the zombie right before she gets blown away just starts screaming and then as as Barbara walks away she's just freaking out uh, over what she just uh, you know what she just did Uh, um, but the uh, the gas the gas station truck explosion I'm just real glad that they uh kept that sequence you know faithful to uh faithful to the original um but you know it's it's like with anything you know i i respect what they tried to do they're not they're not trying to ruin the original and yeah and it uh and i'll wrap up before i have to go here um saying that the term they ruined a classic. That that term pisses me off because, uh, and I said it once when uh, Chris Prebos was on here. That term pisses me off because you can go and if you can go and watch the original on your shelf, you know, uh, you know, you, you don't have to see the remake. It didn't a uh, remake of anything. It didn't ruin your childhood. It didn't ruin a classic. So kind of yeah. shut up. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, before I go here, it was a uh, pleasure uh, being on with you guys again. Uh, And for the fans out there of Horror, Blood, and Coffee, we we love your support on the Facebook page. And um, uh, the numbers just keep climbing, so I'm just, I'm glad to see that you, you guys out there continue to love the content and uh i will see you guys next show all right thanks brandon. all right bye brandon it's a pleasure having you on here all right yes, I'll talk to you soon Thank you for coming on yeah all right we'll do take care all right what's your last one my last one actually was talked about also was hellraiser we brought that up and uh that movie is super gory and um, every time I watch it, I don't know, just some of the some of the stuff on it just freaks me the hell out. So that would be my number one choice. Was it the um, Was it the butt four? What? Was it the butt four? The butt. Uh, well, I mean, I think all of it was just gory as fuck. You know. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I think there's just so many like if you just watch that movie there's just so much gore in it. Period. Not just like gory like just blood coming out but just like really gory effects, you know, and stuff and creatures and different characters. Yeah, just oh, all of it I think is just disgusting and awesome. Uh, all written yeah. and direct and it's funny the story of why he actually directed the film was because he thought that they fucking butchered the other film he wrote like Candyman. He was like, "Man, the studios butcher these films, so I'm just going to direct my own. And that's how he uh, right. directed Hellraiser. 
Yeah. All right, Moody. Or, uh, Derek, what's yours? And Derek, what? I thought I already said mine. Did you? Did yeah, you made that? Yeah. What was yours? Uh, mine was the Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. All right. So mine was already said, but I was just looking up this movie. I couldn't remember what it was called. But have you guys ever seen uh, Contracted? Oh, the STD one? Yeah, it's not really, like, yeah. blood gore, but it's, like, nasty gore. Like, my favorite scene is when they're, like, having sex, and he pulls his dick out, and, like, a whole bunch of, like, maggots and blood and, like, mucus and all that stuff comes out. Wait, that's not normal? <laughs> Don't tell people our business. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a really, like, ugh, movie. Have you seen that movie? Um, I don't think I have actually. I know of it. Um, there's a few movies that I I need to see that I just haven't had the chance to that are like that. Like I haven't seen Teeth as well, the vagina. Or, or what about movie. Raw? Isn't that is a movie called Raw uh, where they? That's a fucked up movie too, and that's kind of gory. I haven't I haven't even seen It Follows, which a lot of people like. There's some people that love that movie, and some people that absolutely hate uh, that movie. I couldn't even so. watch it all. I'm one of the people that wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, so there you go. Um, well, that's our top five gory movies. Um, so uh, I guess let's move on to horror news. Um, since there's been a few things that um, I know have been talked about recently, like um, I guess Blumhouse is doing Black Christmas, um, which um, I was talking to Paul about this yesterday, right? And uh, one of my friends was mad because Jordan Peele, I guess Get Out was mentioned as, like, from the producers of Get Out, and she thought uh, Jordan Peele was producing it, which I don't think he is. I think it's, you know, just Blumhouse that's producing it. Um, And I mentioned that, and I was like, maybe they'll make it a real Black Christmas, you know, and cast mostly black people in that movie. That would be kind of funny. I don't know. They're going to cast my people in it? Yes, your people. (laughs) Okay, um, I guess so, I can get down with uh, that. Sam, did you have any um, uh, horror news? I don't think so. It's been a slow horror week. Well, no, there's also what? Uh, well, there's also like a banana splits horror movie or something. I don't really know what that is, but um, so apparently they were doing that. I brought the old kids show called Banana Split, the TV show, and apparently they're doing, I don't know, I, I haven't seen the trailer, but just because it actually looks interesting, and I'll probably watch it, and yeah. usually when there's something that I want to watch, I don't watch the trailer, too, because trailers, especially for horror films, fucking spoil the shit out of everything. Yeah, Definitely. Um, it's been really hard because uh, I know next week or next next time that we're on the show, we want to do Child's Play and uh, and talk about the new one and everything. And uh, I've been trying not to watch trailers for it because, first of all, the the, the Chucky looks awful in the, what I've seen so far. So I'm, you know, I'm already going in it with bad, you know, with bad. I thoughts, don't understand you know. Like it's a doll, like the doll from the original movie. Was stupid too. Oh, yeah, the doll I know, but you looked a little better. The doll's but... stupid. Like, it's a doll. 
people. I don't understand why people are okay. like getting so worked up about the doll. Right. Well, it just looks stupid as fuck. I know. See, exactly. Well, I mean, okay. Especially they got stupider and stupider as the first series went on. Oh my god! Did you see the doll in the way the curse of not curse the cult to Chucky? The cult to Chucky. That doll looks stupid as fuck (laughs) compared to the first movie. It was so bad. So look at this shit. Look at that picture. It looks like he's fucking. It looks like a new aged. Chucky. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, Chucky got a facelift. Like, like he got this, a chemical peel. Yeah, at least this <laughs> new Chucky, it looks somewhat fucking, somewhat scary. I mean, it looks like a fucking doll. I don't know. This Chucky looks more like a doll that a kid would play with than the old Chucky. The old Chucky looks like a doll only fucking people who wear leather and stick things up their butt would play with. <laughs> hey, I had one of those when I was little. Uh, what a thing to stick up your butt. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Uh, no, I had even worse. I had a Teddy Ruxpin. Come on, like who the fuck would own that doll and be like, look at my doll. It's a fucking ginger fuck. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> no kid would want this ginger fuck of a doll. Well, I just um, think it's the our, the reboot remake society. It's like we're so, since since it's the new thing to reboot and remake everything. Like that's what's happening. But then we we. We all are still so caught up in, like, you know, the originals. So, it's just... Also, the originals will live on. They're making a sci-fi TV show with the original following Colt and Chucky. So, and then people are so upset about a remake. I say we should give Chucky a chance. Because the original director is obviously shoving Chucky down the fucking toilet with his shitty movies. At least <laughs> Curse of Chucky. I was down with Curse of Chucky. But Colt and Chucky, fuck. No, man. I like all the Chuckies, really, except for, yeah, the Colt and Chucky. Colt which, and Chucky was, that was ridiculous. I love all the Chuckies, too. I even love the fucking Glenn or Glenda Chucky. Oh, yeah, the transgender one? Yeah, that one was pretty fun. That one you was know, really fun. The funny thing about Child's Play is, you know how my girls, they love, you know, horror movies or whatever, but they don't want to watch the first two Chuckies. Because, like, you know, the first two Chuckies, I mean, when you were little, like, I remember, I mean, they were scary. But, like, the Curse of Chucky and the Bride of Chucky, like, those are more when it starts to get, like, comical. So my kids love that. They don't like the original ones because, like, you know, it is kind of scary. They feel out of no, but I, Michael's I favorite is the Bride of Chucky. They love the Bride of Chucky. They think it's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, if Chucky was real, who here would fuck him? You first, Jonathan. <laughs> Not me. I'm sorry. But if Tiffany uh, 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 were real, uh, if Tiffany were real, I can maybe. see through your secret sex lips. Sex lips. <laughs> your secret uh, sex lips. Just, I mean, he's plastic, so he would, like, always be hard, right? Yeah. Right. It would be hard not to. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, babe, what'd oh. you do with my doll? I'll be out in a minute. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> here. Oh, Andy. So I am looking forward to watching Chucky. Um, I hope it's you know, decent. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Too. It's going to be dope. I mean, even if the it's trailer, not see, Derek hasn't watched the trailer. I've watched the trailer, and the trailer seems, like, darker and 
scarier. I mean, it seems like it is going to be a lot scarier. Why are so. taking it serious? Yeah, I mean, I thought so. What did you think, Moody? Yeah, I think they're definitely taking it serious, and it's um, and I love the fact that they're using Mark Hamill as the voice. You know, because a they wanted to find a voice that was recognizable as a big you know star. You know, but not too you know not too. Like, they wouldn't want to put, like, Ryan Riddles, Ryan Riddles as Chucky, you know what I mean, where it just gets distracting, like you did with Detective Pikachu. But they wanted to do something where it's he's a very well-known, recognizable voice actor, too, you know. So I'm I'm excited to hear, you know, him do the voices and say all the curse words and stuff that I've never really heard Mark Hamill say, you know, much, you know. Um, I'm I think he might have. He does the same voice as the Joker because I, I heard his laugh and I'm like, that sounds exactly like his Joker laugh. I wonder if I'm going to watch right. and just think of it as like a mini Joker terrorizing people. I think that's I think that's a little bit of what he's going with too. Like I think that's probably what got him the the role too. Is his Joker is is kind of sort of menacing and fun, you know, at the same time, you know, so. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait to see it on Friday. It comes out this Friday. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be out of town, <laughs> but we're going to watch it wherever we are. Yeah. Anyway, right. uh, happy Pride Month to you, Jonathan. I thought you'd like uh, that. Happy, yeah. Is it still Pride Month? Happy yeah. Pride Month oh, to okay. you, too. You know, um, this is, I guess this is a lot this is the last May one that we're going to do, I believe, until June. So we will right, be so back quick. for favorite another. Homo whore. Homo whore? Favorite whore. Favorite homo whore. God, I don't even know what we would even talk about. Boom. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. That movie's dead <laughs> fuck, but it's still fun. I, I will agree. I, I will, I'll say that, too. I know it's stealing your answer, but... Um, Sorry, Derek. I'll have to go with that as well, because I can't think God. of this off the top of my head. I can't think of any other. The only thing I think of is uh, in Saw, there was sort of like a homosexual, not in Saw, and um, boop, 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 boop. I can't think of it now. We just talked about it. Uh, fuck. You can just you can put up every David Dacascio movie. Those are pretty uh, homo. Hostel and hostel. There was homoerotic tendencies in hostel. So you know the Brotherhood. That's probably super homo whore. I actually liked those yep. fucking films when I was younger. I, I don't you know did. why. Not, not two of those that. young warlocks was actually pretty decent. You know. I didn't um, any of that gay shit. But anyway. Uh, I guess, well, um, is there anything else you guys want to discuss or get out there right now? Uh, no, no. I'm just looking forward to seeing Chucky and then talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and then we'll just have uh, to figure out what our next top five will be, and then we'll let you all know. Yeah, Chris, by the way, maybe, hey, that he had maybe we should uh, open it up to our viewers and ask our audience, like, what they would like our top five to be, and then the Ooh, top choice we'll we pick. do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll set something so up, and that. we'll put it on our Facebook page. 
we'll get it on our Facebook page, which we're almost at a thousand followers. So let's see if this week up to the next one we can get over a thousand followers on our uh, you know on our a horror blood and yes, page. and then maybe we'll do a giveaway like you know we'll have some like sexy picture of Moody. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have that's what everybody wants, right? <laughs> yes, it could be like Moody and leather showing his butt. He does have leather pants. Yeah. I do have leather pants. And a leather jacket. I yeah. think okay, and a leather, so this is, it could be like The leather jacket you, is uh it was uh Sam. Sam gave me that. So thank you, Sam. I for did. Well, the it was awesome my uncle. See, your, now yeah, you need to get you need to get some assless chap. Yeah, it'll be a thank you for us. <laughs> we'll send him a picture, a thank you picture. Uh, it'll be for Pride Month, y'all. We're going all out this year. Uh, Just yeah. wait till next year what we have him do. Uh, yeah, I'll look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, all let's right, well, see. Thank it's... you guys so much. Um, and, yeah, yeah, thanks um, for our callers. Thanks to Brandon for sure, and um, Chris will probably be joining us the next time. He, I think he had a family emergency, so you know, saying that he was doing. So hopefully he'll be back uh, with us on the next one. Um, but yeah, we are uh, excited. We'll be talking Chucky, so make sure you go out and watch Chucky, so that you know we can talk about it and everything, and not spoil the shit out of it like we're going to anyway. You know. Exactly. So, um, well, thank you guys, and uh, thanks to uh, Chris Sun and uh, all of them for making four because that was so much fun, and I'm glad we got a chance to watch it and talk about it. So, looking forward to Chucky, yeah. and looking Ooh, forward to we should uh, make a what's movie. Next? Moody, we what? should make a movie about like a killer, like a killer fainting goat. <laughs> all right. I bet Paul would love that. We should make a know. movie about a doll and call it Dorothy. But make it not the. And on that note. <laughs> and on that note. Okay, everybody. Well, thank you. All right. You <laughs> guys have a great night, everybody. The rest of your Sunday. <laughs> remember, I love you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. everybody.